Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the Men's Room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The Podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. Unfortunately, what you're about to hear is real. The members of this radio program are simply not that bright, or what some people would call educated. They are merely stupid. They're not trying to offend anyone on purpose. And all have played doctors on TV. You have been warned and are cordially invited to join the party. This is the men's room. Forget it, man, and get with the countdown. Get, 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 get with the countdown. Shake this square world and blast off the kicks, Bill. The trippers, the grasshoppers, the hip ones, all gathered in secrecy and flying high as a kite. This is the men's room with Miles and Thrill. You know what they say, shake your radio more than three times, and you're playing with it. You're listening to The Men's Room. Wow! And away we go. Welcome to season 19, episode number 4045. Along with Steve the Thrill Hill. Whoops. <laughs> Ted Smith. <laughs> and my car. Okay, today it is, is a random question question. Your guess is as good as mine. Categories, Super Bowl teams and Super Bowl foods. We will play profile this. Plus headlines, men's room shot of the day, fun with listener emails, and everyone's favorite, TV time with Tim. Click, clack. Drink it a try. All right, here we go, Colorado man. Unsure whether it was garbage, recycling, or human compost week. Meanwhile, what once was a radio tower is now a field high on a mountain peak. If having to poop in a porta potty isn't bad enough, pulling out of exercise due to rusty shaft, that's always tough. And we'll never have to worry uh, here about a store catching fire from sunshine. That is all coming on today's very special episode of The Men's Room. And now, here's the question. Hola, bitches. Good day to you and yours. All right, Bissell, the vacuum and cleaning company, they're recalling about 150,000 of the vacuums. The reason? Well, apparently the battery pack that powers the cordless vacuums may or may not burst into flames. But that uh, explosive uncertainty, that's led Bissell to saying, yeah, maybe don't use them. And in case you're wondering, that is not an exact quote, but that's pretty much what they're saying. 
Meanwhile, a company called Summer Fresh Salads, they're recalling their hummus. They kind of forgot to mention that one of the ingredients includes sesame. So if you have an allergy, well, you might go into anaphylactic shock and die. You also might not, but they'd like you to avoid that risk. And then there's Tesla, which is recalling almost every car it has sold in the United States. Apparently, the teeny tiny font that Tesla uses for its warning lights on the instrument dashboard, it's too small to actually read, which leads to distracted driving, which leads to a call to the advocates. And speaking of cars, if you're in the market for a new car, a car maintenance blog called Engine Rev Up, well, they've released their list of 10 cars likely to break down after 100,000 miles. So come for the Nissan Altima, stay for the BMW 3 Series. But then maybe, maybe you don't need no stinking car and you'll just use Uber. Well, if you do use Uber, do not let, be like this man in Florida. He sat in the front passenger seat, pulled out his junk, and quote, masturbated to completion. <laughs> leaving the driver the responsibility of cleaning it up. Now, these are just some of the stories we've come across. Stories that left us with many questions. Questions we'd like to ask you in the form of our random question question, and this is how it works. You call us, we'll ask you a question at complete random. And after you share your story, we will share with you the news story that inspired said question. To be a part of the big show, the random question question, call 206-803-ROCK. You can like the Men's Room on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Men's Room Live, and send your emails to the Men's Room at KISW.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The debauchery rolls on. You're listening to The Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. 99.9. A-I-S-W. Oh, which all is the way we go. Welcome to Season 19, Episode number 4045. What a large and a charge program we have for you today. Guaranteed future repeat. The exciting return of your guests is as good as mine. We all know what's going down Sunday in Las Vegas. That would be the big game known as the Super Bowl. So, we have the teams in the NFL that have been the most successful when appearing in the Super Bowl. All right. So the most successful teams in Super Bowl history. Yes, there are 10 teams. 
that do better than others. And by the way, uh, a lot of ties in there. I think the most, uh, as far as the top ten wins, is three. The most is six. Yeah, the most is six. So in between six and three, you've got Mm -hmm. ten teams that have all achieved that level of success in the Super Bowl. A lot of teams have gone to the Super Bowl, but just not as many wins as others. Uh, The Broncos went to a lot of Super Bowls. Did not win them all, but they went a number of times. Buffalo Bills, legendary for... Four in a row, lost them all. Vikings went to four in, what, five or six seasons, lost them all. Bunch of teams that uh, did get the opportunity to play in the Super Bowl, but some are winners, some are not. So that's your first category. And, of course, what's the big deal about a Super Bowl more so than the game? That would be the parties that you're going to have, the food you're going to have, whether you're uh, hosting a party at your home because you got uh, the best uh, area, the best television, Mm -hmm. all the good stuff. Or, you know, you're going over to someone else's place. The one thing that we know about the Super Bowl is the food is typically the star of the show one way or another. Oh, yeah. So whether you're making stuff at home or you're taking a dish over to your friend's uh, party and and get together, we have the 10 most popular Super Bowl foods. You cannot go wrong if you bring this or serve it at your house. So we're going to go Super Bowl foods or Super Bowl teams. Coming up with your guess is as good as mine. What else do we have for you? Oh, uh, check out the uh, show anytime, anywhere. Download the Odyssey app. Do yourself a favor. It's absolutely free. Search for the men's room when you find the men's room show. You'll want to subscribe uh, to our daily podcast. That way, if you happen to uh, miss any of the episodes, you can go back and listen to those in uh, order. All of our weekly podcasts, the podcast, mega cast, greatest story never told podcast. We have a weekly best of cast. We have the men's room radio channel all in one place. And that's on the Odyssey app. Download it now. It's absolutely free. And today is the day that we do our random question. Question 206-803-ROCK. Random, random. Random, Hello, Roberto. Welcome to the men's room. Aloha, bitches. Hola. I only said your name like that because Miles can't roll his R's and I like to rub it in sometimes. That is a fact. Roberto. Roberto. All right. Let's see here. Okay, Roberto, let's go with this one. That's Roberto. Roberto. <laughs> what is it? Get it right, What's the longest or shortest that a, a, a pet uh, survived as yours? Or that you had the opportunity to, you know, hang out with a guy? You know, I guess uh, the shortest I've ever had a pet, I had a pet frog. And uh, he got out of the cage like two days after I got him and couldn't find him. And then about two weeks later, I found him and he was he was all dried up and crustified on the uh, on the carpet uh, in, in behind my dresser. Now, okay. when you say so a pet that, frog, is this a frog that you snatched from nature, brought it home and it became your pet? Yes. I was a kid. I was like seven years old or something like that and caught a frog and, and uh, yep, had him in a little terrarium. He was all set up. And he got out after like two days and couldn't find him. But then I eventually found him, and he was uh, gross, he was petrified, and 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 just a little a little froggy skeleton. Okay. At, uh, at seven years old, and you set up this terrarium. What did you include inside of the terrarium? What did your seven year old mind tell you this frog needed to live a long, happy life? Oh, I had some some cool some rocks, some uh, pieces of wood, some bark, some moss. It was pretty. It was set up pretty sweet. Okay. Well, what is? How about the longest period of time you had a pet? Two days. Yeah, two days. Uh, longest. Uh, you know, I've had a. Uh, we've had a dog. Uh, I had a dog that lived for about 15, 15 years. Yep. Okay. Circus dog. What yeah, kind he of, did all kinds of tricks. What kind of dog was it? What kind of breed or mutt? That I'm guessing. A, a, uh, it was a, a Jack Russell terrorist. 
Yes, that is the more accurate <laughs> name. Oh, for Chewy lived for fourteen years. My beagle, right? Uh, Senior Larry lived for seventeen years. Damn, I didn't have him for seventeen years. Right, but he still lived seventeen he was, years. He was seventeen years. He just died on your watch. You know? Yeah, exactly. That's, that's basically <laughs> nice how work. Yeah, thanks, thanks a lot. I'm trying to think, the shortest I remember, I won a goldfish in third grade. That's not a pet, though. It, it was to me. I was excited. That thing was dead in two days. Yeah. Uh, and then, actually, my last dog lived the longest. She was eleven years old, I believe. Mm-hmm. Gomez lived with me for about a year and a half before he passed on. I'm curious to see what goes on with the cat, because I know the cats traditionally live longer than dogs. Not the so, last one I had. Not, not yours. He, he was, but every he was, time yeah. I look at uh, Double Rainbow Janet, I'm just like, man, you're going to be around for a hot. Yep. I mean, I'm goldfish are quick. The one that's I still find hilarious was my sister. I forget how old she was. My parents got her a bird. What kind of bird? Like, like you a know, finch or something? Yeah, like a, something okay. in a cage. My sister's birthday is February 18th. Mm-hmm. You're in the Mid-Atlantic in Maryland. She thought the bird was hot, opened the window so he could cool off. The next morning, he was dead. You mean as far and as the, the, cage. the temperature? Oh. Yeah, the bird froze to death in the cage. Oh uh, again, goodness. you pointed out February 18th. That is an important detail. Correct. Actually, my mother brought home three birds back in the day. I could not. These things live for like five years. And again, just little finches. These are not parrots oh, or anything okay. like that. They just chirp all the time. And man, the last bird that started with three, the the one that survived the longest, boy, she looked she looked bad, man. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you you, you look bad. at some of those parents, man. They they, they pull the feathers out. They, that, well, she started doing they that. Do all so that crazy it crap. just it was they like my out. God, Mike. What about you, man? What is the shortest and longest you've had a pet? I mean, I had a I forget where I got this doggone fish, but kind of the same thing. I got it. Didn't know anything about taking care of it, so I was like, I just give it food. But I I think I don't think the water was warm enough for it or something like I know, that. Did you just use tap water? That's what we did. Pretty much. Only to yeah. find out later. Like, yeah, you can't do that. Long before, like I I do not give myself any kind of relief on that. I should have done some sort of research i didn't so that I, uh, but you uh, hand a kid yeah. a bag with a goldfish I in it man know. i mean what do you think this kid dude do i that? had two oscars that lived to be about five years old yeah and then they got uh it's called ick yeah oh, yes. i've heard of that yeah that's just ick right? that kind of wiped the out the ick. entire time what exactly is little ick? bumps like that are all that start forming all over the fish right. and like fish right. i tried actually i could try to scrape them off because the fish would let me pet them it's just kind of like an infection isn't it it is yeah and right. you can't do anything about it and then i think the uh honestly the brillo pad's been the longest dog that i've had how old is uh, the brillo pad he's 10 about to be 11 in june damn okay yeah Freeze, we asked, what's the longest or shortest a pet has survived? A new study suggests that people seeking a long-lived canine companion should look for a small breed with a prominent nose. The study published in the journal Scientific Reports looked at data of almost 600,000 British dogs from more than 150 breeds. Hello, governor. I'm your dog. Look at the size of me schnoz. They say that uh, lifespans between breeds varied quite (laughs) spectacularly. Well, some live really long and other dogs you just know you're not going to get a lot of lives, a lot of years out of them. But I feel Uh, like the the, the dogs that you're not going to get a lot of years out of are the dogs that people spend the most money to get. For example, bulldogs. Great Great Danes are wonderful wonderful dogs they're, they're mostly they're docile they're, they're you know they're they're all that but they have a very very short lifespan exactly what they found was there is a difference of an age gap between 10 years between the wow. longest and shortest lived breeds and it has a lot to do with size okay so size plays into this small breeds had an average lifespan of 12.7 compared to 11.9 for larger dogs female dogs of any breed tend to live longer than males and i've got not so that does not just change. like people right exactly the longest-lived breed was a Lanchire Healer, a small breed of herding dog with a lifespan of 15.4 years. Damn. Close behind the Tibetan Spaniel, 15 years. Shortest-lived mm, by far... You got a Tibetan accent, too. 
Uh, I really don't. I just see that dog just prays a lot. <laughs> yeah. The shortest lived by far was the Caucasian Shepherd. A large dog bred as a livestock guardian with a medium lifespan of only five years. Five years? Mastiffs don't live long, about seven. Uh, I would not get a dog if they said, look, you're getting it as a puppy. You got about five years on this bad boy. The uh, shortest live uh, lived dogs, that would be flat faced breeds of any kind, Pugs, which often bulldogs. have breathing difficulties. Yeah, shorter lifespans of dogs with long or medium-length noses. So the longer the nose goes, uh, the more lifespan on the dog. A uh, quick side note about those, the smash-faced dogs, flat-faced dogs. Uh, I can't remember the video game, but EA Sports is located in this building with us. And one of the guys we talked to there, I guess there's some zombie game. And in the zombie game, you know the zombies are approaching. You can hear them breathing and all that kind of thing. And they said, we didn't tweak it. We didn't do anything. One of our game designers had a pug and just put a microphone in front of it. When it's just breathing, mm -hmm. it's not panting. Yep. It's, yep. And he goes, that's the sound of zombies. It's my dog. Same with like little French bulldogs. I know everybody loves them, but like Boston Terriers, you're going to spend a lot of money on, uh, on medical. That's what I keep trying to yeah. tell my kid. My, my son's like, man, I want to get a French bulldog. And I said, when you move the F out of this house and get your own job, you can, but just know... They're cute, they're cool, you'll get all the girls that you're looking for, but it ain't going to live long, brother. No, they're, no. They're just not. Not to mention you're going to pay out the nose for it. That's, that's, that's my issue, right? No, the, I'm not getting one of these. The yeah. one I, I dog sit, like uh, the girl I know, she has a couple of them, and they're like siblings. So the dogs don't always get along. She was like, you could take her. And I was like, I don't want the... <laughs> I, I love that dog, nope. but I'm like, it's just so expensive with a French Bulldog. And uh, one other note here on the longest you've had a pet. Puxatani Phil, as we know, uh, for just the 20th time since Groundhog Day started over 130 years ago, uh, he predicted an early spring. But a few other states, believe it or not, uh, things were not all, unfortunately, rainbows and butterflies the last time we talked on Friday. Now, Kentucky, they have its own weather-predicting groundhog named Major. 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 It's very Kentucky. Or they oh, it's like Biden's dog that bites people, right? They, oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, they, yeah. They, they had their own groundhog. Um, Major died Friday on Groundhog Day. <laughs> now he was not mishandled. <laughs> no people are touchy up here. And his shadow didn't scare him to death or anything. He was close to 10, which is pretty old for a groundhog. He died of natural causes. A place called Second Chances Wildlife Center. They took him in as a baby as he lived there his entire life. They put out a statement saying they, they knew that his time was coming, and he passed away peacefully in his sleep. Sadly, we don't think he died in a car accident, no. man. I just assume yeah. he died he peacefully. I never fentanyl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never got toxic. Major, major has a little problem nobody wants to acknowledge. <laughs> he was doing yeah. that. Was Sorry, doing, Mike. Truth he was, hurts. He was doing that bend over lean and lost his balance <laughs> and smacked his head into the sidewalk. <laughs> Sadly, he was just about to retire. Uh, this was set to be his final year, predicting, uh, before he turned things over to his protege who was waiting in the wings. His protege. What's his protege's name? Josie Burrow. Okay. Named after? That's Josie Joe Wales? Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow. Oh. Yes. Come on, Ted. Yes. I guess, it, based on where they were in, in Kentucky. Uh, in Kentucky. Because Cincinnati's like it's right, right there. next to the yeah, border. It's like exactly. the airport. They're they're in the, in the, the Covington area, whatever. The Wildlife Center says right before Major passed, he coached Josie through her first forecast. Coach her. And just like Phil, she also said that we will have an early spring. Yeah, he, he taught uh, Josie, a uh, bro, how to predict the weather. Jesus Christ, people. What? Can did we he... stop with this? He did not teach her a goddamn thing. 
I just hope he told her not to do smack. Why don't you believe it? Yeah, yanked his ass out. He looked for a shadow. You saw the shadow, and then you said what you think he would say, which is probably, I don't feel well. He's been doing I it get for the 10 feel- years. Do we know what number Phil we're on as far Because you said 120, 130 years. We've been doing the Poxitani Phil thing. We know he's Dude, not the original. I don't original. Know that they talk about it. I know they don't talk about it, Ted. That's why I want to find it. Like, it's what is the, the dude? Because there's no, you're not going to no, know. No, they say, look, groundhogs, they say in captivity, can live up to about 10 to 12 years. In the wild, three to six, all right? So you have them in captivity. If you do the math, it should be 12 to 14 fills have been doing this all production. Right. Uh, how many? Dude, I don't know how to tell you this, but uh, according to lore, there has been only one Puxatonic fill that has been making yes. production since how 1886. So he's Mike, the same Mike, one. Mike, the same yeah, one since okay. 1886. Mike, yes. Mike, how many goldfish <laughs> did Steve's daughter have? <sighs> like, oh. One. One. Yeah, just the one. answer's mm-hmm. one. Yeah, that's right. One. Yeah. The answer is one. Once she figured out that it's not sleeping upside down with cloudy eyes, then we just had to fat. The first time, I'm like, how many gerbils did you have as a kid? Just one. Just one. Just one. Poxitani, I want to find out how many. You're never going to know the truth. You you can't handle the truth. You know what they should do? This should be a documentary. Because you know they play. We we can't tell you that. We can't share that information. The lifespan of a groundhog is about six years. But that's in the wild. In Correct. Activity they had about ten. Uh, in captivity they can live about fourteen years. Fourteen. All right. So we're probably uh, anywhere from twelve to fifteen. <laughs> he needs to be named like an old king. This is Pakistani Phil the Thirteenth. That's all I'm saying, man. We're past junior. Hello, Danny. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Danny, welcome to the program. Ran a question, question. Let's uh, let's go with this one since we're talking animals. Who or what attacked you in your lifetime? What have you been attacked by? Oh, well, recently I got, uh, like, my girlfriend's friend's dog at, like, Christmas. Your girlfriend's friend's dog? Yep. What kind of dog I was this? In, uh, some POS. I don't know. Like, a little... Little ankle biter, man. He, I come walking in and I'm trying to set the stuff down for Christmas, and I feel something start biting me. And they're like, "Oh yeah, I forgot to tell you, he he doesn't like men." I'm like, "What? What is he doing out of the cage, then, man? What the hell's wrong with you people?" <laughs> yep. I literally had to be like, "I'm just letting you know, if your dog bites me again, I'm gonna punch it across the room as hard as I can, and then it the cage." Mm-hmm. I mean, if the dog bites people, I agree. You probably shouldn't have it out. Were you the only for anything yeah. other than a pet? Like, if they had a roommate and you walked in and this roommate hit you in the back of that with a skillet and you say, "What's up?" Oh, my roommate doesn't like men. That's basically what you're saying. Were there any other? Yeah. Were there any other males at the party at the Christmas uh, festivities? Were you the only one? They left him out and he tried to do it again to the next guy that showed up. Okay, so it really was, it wasn't personal. It was just it doesn't like the species. It doesn't like the male species. Okay. That's such a stupid thing. <laughs> Reason we asked, who or what attacked you? The Colombian government has pledged millions of dollars to culling the hippos. The environmentally invasive descendants of four cocaine hippos from a Colombian drug lord, Pablo Escobar's private zoo, now have their eyes set on a new target. People. There have been reports of hippos invading a schoolyard, as well as terrorizing local fishing communities, with some residents requiring hospital care after ferocious attacks. Oh, bad. Uh, many are now worried that the hippos, which have since multiplied to a population of nearly 170 in 40 years, 
will become an even bigger threat if they continue to reproduce at the same speed. Guess what? 40 years later, those hippos are still alive. Here's the thing. Those hippos are gross. They man. live a long time, and then I read something, because this is where my brain, by castrating a hippo, they castrate them. First of all, apparently, it's hard to do because their testicles recede. Right, so you have to dig in and find them. And then they said from hippo to hippo, where their testicles would be is up to 16 inches different. Okay. And it costs thousands upon thousands to do it. Right. I watched this whole special on those hippos, man. <laughs> They're it's, very, it's a serious very dangerous, unpredictable. They're uh, aggressive. And if you encounter one, it would probably try to bite you. So your best to hide. This comes just three months. The Colombian government pledged millions of dollars in a plan to cull the nearly 170 hippos. They've become one of the largest invasive species in the world. They destroy South America's soil, also poisoning waterways, killing fish. The original four hippos, that would be three females and one male, yeah. were part of the hundreds of exotic animals at Escobar's private zoo. And he had them there in the 80s. After the drug lord's death in 1993, animals from that estate were donated to other zoos. Except the hippos, who have since reproduced uncontrollably. Wow. Who now exist in the wild. And think about it. It's gross to probably go insane because it's, it's incestuous. Yeah, they're, they're not uh, going to get better. Yeah. More of the random question question coming up. 206-803-ROCK. 99.9 KISW. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. The shenanigans continue. This is the Men's Room with Miles and Thrill. Right, a question, question, 206-803-ROCK. And first question we asked, what, uh, how long or short did you ever have a pet? And I guess the study was basically bigger breeds of dogs tend to live less time, and then they the flat-faced dogs don't do as well. Right. Uh, so people are checking in with how long they had pets. I had a cat that lived to be 25 years old. It was the oldest that our veterinarian had ever seen. Someone else had had a Great Dane that made it to nine. Had a wiener dog, made it to 17 and a half. Again, long nose. Long nose. All right. So and, and small. Great Dane and St. Bernard, they both lived to be 12 years old. Someone else's cat made it 23 years. In spite of the study, someone had a pug that lived to be 15 years old. Someone else says, I have a Boston Terrier. She's 13, hasn't had any problems. Boston are known to have less problems than French Bulldogs. Well, hell, most things have less mm -hmm. problems. Uh, and they're a lot cheaper to purchase. All right. Do you, are you familiar with a Siberian forest cat? Siberian forest cat. Well, this one lived to be 19 years old. Huh. Is that a long-haired cat? I don't. It sounds like oh, a yeah, yeah, say, yeah, That's a good-looking cat. Oh, that looks like a really that nice cat. That is a good-looking cat. Yeah, All right. Uh, someone else, we had the guy, he, uh, the, the caller we talked to, he had a frog for two days. Said, my son got an African water frog from his second grade school project. Teacher tells me they only lived two to three years. Well, my son made it to ninth grade. The frog is still going. I accidentally broke the tank and left the frog loose in the pond down the street. Yeah, I got the ecological lecture. And someone else, we had a white German shepherd that lasted all the way until she was 18 years old. Hmm. 
That is amazing to me, man. That yeah. is amazing. Good on Random, random, random. Hello, random, Alex. Random, Welcome random, to the men's room. Random, Hey, Thrill, how's it going? Hola! You know, uh, Miles, Ted, and Mike are here, too, but feel free Ted, not to talk to them. How are you doing, man? You doing I'm doing all right. How are you doing, Miles? Right? Mike? Yeah. You good? What's, yeah, your, what's, your, what's, your, what's your name again? That'd be Alex, the oh, man. Alex. All right. Alex, let's, uh, let's go with this one. What would you say has been your worst bathroom experience? Your worst oh. bathroom experience. Oh, God. This was at the uh, at the Shark Tank where the San Jose Sharks play. Probably, I think this was during their Stanley Cup final run for the 15-16 season. And uh, one game, it was just a it was a small market game. Not a lot of people showed up, but I went to use the bathroom behind section 115, and the stall <laughs> I chose to use there was there was poop all over the floor. There was poop all over the the sidewalls. Whatever this guy was trying to aim, he did not hit the toilet. <laughs> yeah. So did you uh, leave that stall and hopefully go to a different one? Oh no, I I, I mean I did, but uh, but um, before I could do that, I threw up. All right. Oh wow! wow. No, you no actually, but okay. you threw up in that particular stall. Yeah. Now was this from watching the first period of the Sharks' performance, or was it because of the bathroom? Well, I would more likely throw up watching the Sharks' performance this season <laughs> okay. than I would love right. um, okay. at the time, but... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's something... You just wonder, like, all right, I understand sometimes you have explosive poop. How does none of it get into the mm-hmm. toilet? Like, none of it. Like, there's I, poop I, everywhere man. except the actual toilet. I just... My, I don't get my it. My worst bathroom experience uh, happened at a friend's house. I was there for a party. They rented an apartment. The apartment had one of those squishy lids, like that was kind of yeah, like, yeah, 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 kind of like kind of your grandparents always had. Oh, on. like way back in the day. Yeah. All yeah. right. So I had to go number two. So when I went to turn and grab the toilet paper, the seat itself was not all the way fastened to the top oh, of the no. bowl. So when I turned to pivot because of the sponginess of the seat, yeah. I kind of stuck to the seat, and when I turned, the seat did too, and it. Oh, God. Kind of snapped down on my boys. Yeah. And that was, and it was a shorter toilet, too. Like, it wasn't one of the longer ones. So it was, (laughs) and the lid was not, it was a closed lid. Yeah. So that's where it got me, because the way I turned, and I was like, oh, my God. All my weight (laughs) just went right down (laughs) on my berry. And, I I mean, I was. Just one berry. Yes. the, the, The left one. And, I, man, it swelled up for a couple of days. I thought I popped it. I did right. not know. I just kept looking at it. I would ice it. Uh, at this point in time, I, I was uh, in college, so I was playing football. So there was a training room, and I'd go in and get a bag of ice and stick it up my shorts. I told people that I thought I pulled something. Right. I, really would, I, I would <laughs> ice. I think I pulled something, dude. I always, uh, I'd ice aside. Man, I'm telling you what. I never, I could not, I, I could not breathe. It knocked the wind out of me. Yeah, it's your it was, full body weight on a single testicle. It was absolutely horrible. That's going to take anyone down. Yeah. Uh, the reason we asked, what was your worst bathroom experience? A man says he injured his back when someone tipped over the portable toilet uh, he was using at uh, Halleck Park in Denver, Colorado. He believes he was the victim of a likely prank that left him toppled. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, you, more I than likely. You were toppled over inside a portable toilet. Stefano Chieto. <laughs> Said he was on his daily walk when he stopped to use a porter potty. I got in. After a little while, I felt the thing move. I had no idea what was happening. I started shouting, hey, hey, and it just kept moving. And then it fell on its side. He said he was able to find the door and crawl out. 
as a man and his son got out of their car to run over to help him. He said, yeah, it was a couple of teenagers. We saw them. Of course it was. They pushed the portable uh, toilet on inside, and then they ran away. He did injure his back in the fall. He said he's thankful he wasn't hurt seriously. He believes it was just a prank, but said the situation was no laughing matter. My message would be, imagine if you were inside the portable potty. They did. That's why they did it. It may sound funny when you're a kid, but it's not when you're the guy inside. No, it's not funny at all. Denver police did dispatch an officer to the scene, but he believes at that point the kids were long gone. Fortunately, it fell on its side because if it had fallen in the front, I would have not have been able to open the door and get out. It's something that it would have ended in a very unfunny way. Look, man, not just do kids think it's funny. I also think it's funny. The difference is I would not do it. And you're right. If you're the guy in there, we know it's not funny, but it's kind of what a prank is. I'm about to say that's what a prank is. <laughs> right. It's, it's not funny for you, you, dude. But it's funny to everybody else. At the time. Random, random, At the time, random, yes. random, random, random. Hello, random, Spencer. Random, Welcome to the men's room. Aloha, bitch. Hola. Spencer, welcome to the program. We had a question, question. All right, Spencer, you're going to have to describe this, okay? On a typical situation, when you're gassy, describe your typical fart. Is it loud? Is it silent? Is it one that would clear a room? Is it odorless? Does it have a certain sound to it? Is there a trigger? Like Steve had a mocha the other day, and I thought his whole stomach was going to come inside out. Me too. And he did. (laughs) You know, whether that's drinking a glass of milk or uh, maybe a bowl of ice cream before you go to bed, uh, what would you say is your typical fart? Mine are pretty loud. There's been that TikTok thing where people guess your fart, and I'm always trying to have my wife guess my fart. What do you mean? What are we? What are we guessing about your fart? Obviously, you farted. What? What is the guessing? The sound. So you go up to the person and say, "Guess my fart," and they make the sound, and then you fart. And if you get it right, man, the other person is so happy, and they're smelling your fart, and I love it. It's hilarious. I like that. So they have to predict what they believe your fart's going to sound like. Then you let it go to see if they're correct. Yeah, I've been doing it to my mom, to my wife, to to everyone that I think it's appropriate. Would you say that you're Would you say you're a fairly gassy individual compared to most? Oh hell yeah! I listen to this program, man. It's funny, dude. Uh, all you talk about is farts. So does that make you gassy? Or is it that you're just willing to let it go? Because the average person well, farts as much as the other average person. It just depends whether or not you're willing to share it with the world, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I'm like you, Thrill. I just let them go. I don't hold them in, you know. I mean, that can't be good for you. That's not healthy. In my my world, if if I do pass gas and it doesn't smell, it's Mm -hmm. fairly odorless. I know there's no urgency to go to the bathroom. No. But for whatever reason, man, if I let one go, which is not my normal smell, that is not, I have minutes before I need to go to the bathroom. But I feel like you can tell. I feel like if you fart and it smells like the bathroom smells after you've used it, you know there's one on deck. If it just reeks really bad, but it's it's not the smell you normally leave behind after going to the bathroom, I'm like, I'm good. This is my body process. If, if I have one that wakes me up in the middle of the night based on the yeah, smell. That, like, go to the bathroom. I, I need to get up. I, I realize that. Correct. But if I can fart all night long, and if it's not that bad, there, there's no there, there's no worry. If you ever want a good challenge for yourself with a fart, and we did this years ago at one of the restaurants I worked in. One of my coworkers farted, and we all thought it was funny, blah, blah, blah. And then we made a challenge. Do the best you can to spell the sound of the fart that just came out. Mm -hmm. And it's really difficult to do. But we did find two actual words that tend to pop up the most. And it sounds stupid. But when you really think about it, this is true. And the words are first and third. As far as 
first, right? Almost silent but deadly, but it's got that little bit of hiss. And then third, one, you have to go to the bathroom because it's like, third. And we, so, and we realize, like, when you go, th- you got first, you got third, you got fourth. We all agreed that fifth and eighth means you just deposited something in your underwear because eighth, eighth, yep. and fifth, fifth. So, yeah, it sounds stupid. Try to spell your next fart. Spell it out as best you can and then have someone try to pronounce it. The reason we asked uh, if you could describe your typical fart. Uh, if you accidentally pass gas today, you do have an excuse. The Internet says that today is National Font Day. Oh. Is there any reason for that, or just this is the day they pass? Because the Internet says it is. Okay. Uh, Works for me. This is not a new thing. It's been a holiday for 16 years. I never got a card. Although uh, it's one. still not a federal holiday. This is Come right. on, We don't get the Congress. day for this, but uh, either way. Uh, it's mostly, obviously, for fun. But there are a few articles that remind people that passing gas obviously very normal. Most humans, they say, produce between one to four pints of gas daily. Okay. And on average? Most. Most. What do they say the average person? How many times do they fart a day? I've heard it was a 14 to 21 or something like I'd that. I'd say 12. It is 15 to 20. Okay. Ah. I was close. 15 to 20. Here are a few other facts about farting. Gas is primarily caused by two main things. Swallowing air when you eat or drink too quickly, chew gum, smoke, or wear loose dentures. Believe it or not. Loose dentures? Loose dentures? Loose dentures. You think Lou Holtz farted a lot on set? Yes. Because you can hear his dentures rattling in his mouth when he talks. So. What if that goes back to the sucking thing with your wisdom teeth? Oh, the dry socket? To some degree. I, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Uh, in your body's bacteria, the good bacteria, breaks down undigested foods in the large intestines. Now, you know that. But... Gas is pretty well odorless, carbon dioxide, oxygen, nitrogen, hydrogen, sometimes methane, but the good bacteria can release gases that contain the sulfur. That's what produces the unpleasant odor of flatulence. And they do say this, men produce more, quote, aromatic flatus than women. Arom- Don't make it sound cute. Aromatic flatus is the Aromatic flatus. So technically, aren't we kind of farting the bacteria's fart? Yes. Because my understanding, mm-hmm. like, yeah. they eat this stuff they get gassy basically they fart inside of you and then your body is the messenger and sends mm-hmm. out their sting so the next time somebody gets mad at me like hey blame my bacteria man yeah, yeah. miles i agree with you 100 though like there's always different kinds of farts and like right if you're sleeping and you rip a loud one i don't really care but if you if it wakes me up because it smells and it's like we've got to go to the bathroom yeah but see that's the weird thing about a fart we were talking about this uh last week miles and i were just said it's it's a strange thing to me it seems like if your fart makes a lot of noise, everyone knows you farted, but rarely do the really loud ones also stink. Correct. But if you do the silent but deadly, the air biscuit, the air ninja, whatever you want to call it, like it is one of the worst smelling things, but no one's quite sure who did it. Right. So yeah. I don't know which one's worse. Well, if you blast one, then it's just all out of you. Everybody, but everyone well, like, knows. The airplane one is the slow, you're trying not to make any noise. Right. You're letting it out in sl- slow. You're driving at 25 compared to blowing on a, out at 60. And to me, and that's it's longer. But that's the challenge of farting on a plane without letting people know because you're not just letting it go. Like there's this, pro- physically, there's a process mm-hmm. you're going through, but you don't want to look like you're trying to do the slow fart because everyone can piece it together. Everyone knows what the look is. Like, if someone's farting, you know they're farting because they stop doing everything else they're doing right. to let out a fart. It's just one of those things. You know, they could be talking to you mid-sentence, and then, and then and they you, pick also, up. You, can, you just yeah. farted, man. Right. I, know I, what you I can see did. you doing the one-cheek sneak. Right. I know you just kind of lean. Like, most people just don't go like this. But so on the you plane, can also see the body language. 
Ah, but see, to me, that's a challenge on the plane. Usually what I'll do is lean forward to that little net they have in front, act like, I don't know, the safety brochure or whatever. See, I won't, because it opens up the backside. So the, but I'm okay the with that, flies out because faster. it's not obvious what I'm doing. That's where the okay. one cheek sneak, everyone's like, you're farting. We yep. all know you're the farting. The other problem with the plane is, though, you try to be good. It's like, all right, I'll just get up and go to the bathroom. Then while you're standing there in the bathroom, it's like all of a sudden you don't have to fart anymore. I don't know. I've also gotten burned where I got to go to the bathroom because I knew I was going to have a big fart. I don't have to poop, but I'll go in there and do it. But there's someone in there. And now my gut is starting to hurt because I'm doing everything I can to keep the sink. Now I'm standing up directly behind four seats. Oh, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, to me, it's just like, man, just trying to sneak it out into the kitchen. As long as no one hears it, they can't. There's no evidence that it was me. And one more on the unfortunate bad bathroom experience. A young guy near San Bernardino, California. He was in a public park the other day and needed to use the bathroom. Unfortunately for him, the men's room was full. So he figured, hey, I'll just pop in the ladies' room real quick, which was empty at the time. Now, unfortunately for him, two women walked in right after him and thought that he was a perv. So they went back outside and told someone. Either way, that someone was a guy named 33-year-old Rudy Vasquez. He was waiting outside for this guy with a gun. Oh. And when the guy came out, Rudy shot him in the knee and then pistol whipped the guy. Jesus, man. Uh, now, women could probably get away with this. I've been in many bathrooms. They it's always run. Especially when you're talking about sporting events, bars, all the typical places. I have to go. Where it's just, you know, you understand the situation. And by the way, I'm not jumping over the stall to look at you. I know. Right. It, just it, do your business. It's, just, it's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> Well, people at a nearby skate park knew the victim. They confirmed he is not a perv. He's well-liked. He hangs out at the park a lot. But when he has to go, he has to go because he's older. Now, luckily, paramedics got him to the hospital, and his injuries were not life-threatening. Rudy then fled the scene, the guy who shot him, and threw the gun out of his car window when cops pulled him over. Now he's facing charges for attempted murder. Some people feel bad for him, though, because the park has apparently had some issues lately with weirdos. That have been lurking it's around a park. Weirdos. It's a park, yes. But wait a minute, hold on. Someone breaks into my house, all right? Let's say there's no self-defense laws, okay? They're in my living room. I don't want to kill the guy. I shoot him in the knee. Mm-hmm. How could they charge me with attempted murder? Now, if I shot him in the groin, if I shot him near a... If I shot him in the foot, that's not attempted murder. Maybe they're just assuming that you were a better shot than that and you missed. You... If you... But he, the thing is this, you took the time to pistol whip the guy after right. you shot him. So my yeah. thought, if he's if trying he wanted to kill, to kill him, him, he would have killed him in his the ass. Yeah. That, that, that was the one thing. I realized you should not shoot anybody. Right, right. Agreed. And in this situation, probably not the best idea to do that. I cannot believe that they charge someone with attempted murder if you're obviously just trying to wound someone instead of kill them. Yeah. I have a different, if you're aiming at my knee, I don't I, want I, you to I do it. I have an but idea, yeah. you know, what's going on. Like, man, why did you do that to me? Bip. But it's not... Like, I'm, I'm going to mess you up, but I'm not going to kill you. Like I said, to me, it's just if you pistol whip the guy after you shot him, you know he's not dead, and obviously you're not trying to kill him. Otherwise, you would have killed him. Mm-hmm. And you still have the gun in Or your you're head. just bad at it. Like Mike Real saying, bad. Yeah. yeah. Like Real you tried bad. to kill him, but you only whipped him. I came back, lit him on fire, then I hit him with a golf club. More of the random question, question coming up 206 803 Rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day. Brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 